previously on Batman. What's happening? Bought a shirt. You bought a shirt, <laughs> and I'm wearing, you know, the stream shirt, which you can get down below in the film junkie closet. What is happening, guys? Man, so much Batman, just so much Batman. There's been just talked about this past week. I love it. Just love it so much. And uh, yes, welcome to Batman, the Fanimated Stream. I am, of course, Dave, the film junkie. And with me, as always, Mr. Scott McClellan. What's going on, sir? It was Sunday, March 6th. I was on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know what this crazy clown is going to say. All right. <laughs> but it's turned me into a nocturnal animal. Man, I tell you what. <sighs> I mean, we're we're still bu both buzzing. Uh, we were just. Kind oh, of I was wondering, like, butt? Whoa, huh? What are you going? Yeah, with we're, that? we're 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 butt buzzing. Yeah, I don't know about you. <laughs> when I saw my screening today, that was uh, the best uh, sound system of theater when it came to. I saw it in a DFX, um, RFX, DFX. I don't know. There's so many different kinds of theaters, but I don't know the theater that I saw the Batman in earlier this morning with my buddy, who's a big Batman fan. Um, man, I tell you, it was just my butt was buzzing. When it came to the sound effect, I mean, when, when, <laughs> when I was telling Scott, I mean, the other theaters also, you know, I felt it, of course, but for some reason, this one just, God, that Dolby just, uh, just as soon as they did their sound thing before the screening, I was, I turned, I looked at my friend, I'm like, dude, the Batmobile scene, you're going to feel that, you're going to feel that up inside you. Sure enough, man, when that, uh, when that thing fires up, such a great little reveal for the Batmobile because I love how it was teased. You know, something that we kind of didn't talk about on the vodka stream it was like, I love how Matt Reeves kind of teased the fact that it wasn't quite the Batmobile wasn't quite ready, ready yet. yet. It, yeah. You know, like like the, the, we saw that it was that it wasn't quite, you know, up to, you know, it wasn't built quite. And then there was like that scene where when he was re looking at the Selena Kyle footage before he goes to the funeral, you see all the parts just kind of like yeah, it was like out. the chassis yeah. and the timing belt and like spark like it was just yeah. all these parts yeah exactly. it was just like it was just like a slow build up to this monster that we eventually see and when it gets revealed man oh. i mean the look on penguin's face oh. by the way my dad um because you know my dad's a car guy i've always talked about how i take my dad to go see ford versus ferrari it's like going to see yeah. a comic book movie with me and he's like yeah. you know going that's a da -da -da -da, and it's got that yeah. in the hood. This is that. <laughs> my you know what the thing my, the one thing my dad geeked out the most about was the car that Bruce Wayne drives to the funeral. Oh, of course. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. It's a what 1963 kind of Corvette. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He said that is a holy grail car. He said oh, it's wow. a split window. He's like, oh, that thing is expensive as hell and a holy grail car. I went, of course, Bruce Wayne would be driving a 63, you know, Corvette. Corvette. You know, yeah. Seriously. Of course, to a funeral, you know. What's going on, Jason? How's it going? I'm about to watch the Batman again, as you should be. How's it going, Cat? Hey, Cat. Hi, Cat. I and love that Cat. Cat's become like a new, like, fixture. She's becoming, now. yeah. She's becoming a new fan. Yes. There you go. She's digging all the, the stuff we're doing over here. What's going on? Hoy, hoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Good to see you, of course. We got Ryan right here. And then, of course, uh, Jose. Jose. Yeah, it's currently seated for round two. So there you go. He just came in. He's literally in the theater right now. Just wanted to let it be known that he's seen round two. Good. Good to see you, Tyler, as well. And uh, I think that's about it who's uh, showing up right here. But yeah, sorry if I messed up the time, guys. I think I made it for eight o'clock as opposed to seven o'clock, even though I meant it for seven o'clock. I don't know. I kind of, 
you know, I bumped up the Patreon stream last night and that kind of threw people off. I'm off on my scheduling here, but no, I think it's just so much uh, Batman, so much Batman talk, so much Batman, everything. And, you know, you know, hey, there's no complaints here. I'm glad what I failed to uh, get to, though, is get to the targets and the Walmarts to look for some some figures some mcfarland figures i saw i think meg posted some that she got yes she found the yeah. unmasked bruce or yeah. the unmasked batman the unmasked catwoman which i got as a bundle that i'll be getting from uh mcfarland so yeah. the one thing i've been having to do is i had to go to ebay because i've gone through three batman figures and every single one of my batman figures were from the defective batch so there's two defects that if you get if you've gotten the Batman figure, that it's just it's so annoying. And I actually oh. had to go to eBay and I had to find someone with pictures to go, okay, no, you don't have the two defects. So I'm paying I'm paying a little bit more, but at least I don't have to keep on like ordering, returning, and reordering. I was like, I'll pay the extra 15 bucks that the figure would actually cost me just so I can be done with not having to try to find a not screwed up one. Yeah. There you go. I know. I'm like kind of I, I always like the hunt, you know, the hunt before I go. All right. I'll just Amazon, even though sometimes I'll like uh, when I'm out and about like like I want to get. Did, did you get the um, the Batman uh, Batmobile pop? Are you going to no, I was I was not going with pops for the Batman. Okay. I just decided I wasn't going to go that route, even though I did get I think it's like a one in twenty five ratio. I think it's called Jada. I got a die cast uh call uh batmobile for the batman it comes with a oh, little nice. batman figure that comes with it but it was a nice yeah where did i put it down See, unfortunately I, mean... I did not put it in my ankles like i normally do so <laughs> dang it scott fail just kidding no no but i was like i'm kind of wondering if i want to go that because there is a Catwoman on her on her motorcycle i think there's also a batman on the motorcycle pop as well as the batmobile pop and i was uh before i saw it you know on that fan screening you know uh, the theater i was at is in a mall and there's a collectible place and they had it and i was like do i want to get that i mean it's so i mean it's a it's big you know it's big and i'm like man i'm like i don't know where i would put it where i you know i got so many things i mean by the way like uh the the ecto one that you got me is like it's almost like my pub uh it's my pub tables like centerpiece and i have my pop uh, that somebody made me or uh the nerd queens made me and batman like on top of it it's it's really cool i love like that little setup well i just uh, love how you like you've got the let's see where's where's mine you've got the ecto you know i got you the ecto one yeah for your for christmas and then of course i made sure to get you know i got the bat cowl popcorn holder for myself that's right i saw you post that you lucky yeah so you yeah. grab the ears and there's where the popcorn goes there it is man ah that's so cool i wish i could Cat. put it on but you know. i know right when i was seeing people post that i'm like can you actually put it on no even though there even though there's a yeah, there's space. a whole mouth. Yeah, there's, there's a whole place space here, but, uh, but you know, but it's plastic. You it's can't plastic, and it's not um. It's not, yeah, not yeah, it's not gonna work. Not gonna no. work. So, yeah. All right, we got that bot out there. Don't worry. Yeah, the bots come in here like, geez. But well, uh, it works for this episode. Yeah, that works. Yeah, especially with uh, yeah, we're doing the conclusion of Heart of Steel right here, and uh, you know, we um, 
watching this episode, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're getting to the episode, but of course, we're still buzzing, of course, from the Batman talk and all this stuff like that. I mean, we, uh, of course, there was the box office that came in 248 million worldwide. So, okay, I saw something before we get started on the episode. Okay. Uh, more of the Batman talk. I thought I saw somebody when, when it comes to the rat, rat, tele, what is it, the rat, telada, whatever, rat, tele, rat, a lot rat, a lot website is there something where where you actually go to it it says something where it's like it's like leading to something like it's almost like a percentage is being yes because i checked it and the percent yeah. had gone up from the screen capture i saw okay so... are they planning on announcing the sequel using this website that <laughs> is the that is the scuttlebutt no yeah. that's not confirmed no but, but when i checked it about three hours ago it said loading at 32%. Okay, see, I'm thinking there's going to be an announcement, and I'm wondering what is going to be shown. I mean, this is, to be honest, perfect marketing because obviously the website plays a, a role in the movie. And, man, I tell you what, like with each watch, because, you know, when you, the first time you're watching it, you're trying to take everything in. And sometimes maybe, like, like things don't, like, like, hit as well. But then when you're, like, you've watched it and you just go, man, I just – Every watch, I'm going. I'm just consistently going. Man, this story is so fucking it's great. I mean, the tight. whole it's so tight, and the fact that it, like, I mean, it's such a. I mean, it's one of my favorite scenes is the Penguin, Gordon, and Batman scene, and he's just like world's greatest detectives. Ah, huh? what is your standard? You know, he's just like giving them shit, and then the whole figuring out of like you know L rat, you know, and, and it just ends up being U R L and L. Oh, oh. Yeah. and I'm gonna be honest with you. That kind of like flew past me the first totally viewing. me too until the second time I watched it. Yeah. And that was like, oh, you are R L. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay. I got you now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, you know, and then just watching it again, going, God damn, see, I mean, how they just kind of th even Batman and, and Gordon got thrown off by that. But then of course they figured it out. But but what I also like too is that you know, it's still a year two Batman. He's not sharp. When it comes to say he got things some things wrong, especially you know the ending part when it comes to the Riddler and his whole plan scheme, he didn't catch any of that. So mm -hmm. you know it's just it's just it's just such a you know god damn it's such a good movie. And then rewatching Batman Begins and Dark Knight, I will say when I was watching re doing a, like a, a, a rewatch of uh, these other, uh, uh, I watched Batman Begins, The Dark Knight. Uh, I watched Rises like a couple weekends ago, so I didn't need to watch it again. You know, it's the weaker one out of the trilogy. Let's face it; it just is. Um, watch movie, my, I'll do. Yeah, I'll, yeah, still yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's terrible, but it's just a, it's just weak. You know, it's and, the Return it, of the Jedi of yeah, the trilogy. You know, yes. it's just because Batman Begins and Dark Knight are so distinct from each other, even though it's the same director. And watching it back to back again just kind of reminded me of like, oh yeah, I mean like the tone just kind of shifts, you know, because dark Knight's just more, it's just bigger. It's just bigger, you know? And then you got, but it's the classic Batman and Joker story, which is what's so great about it. And, uh, and then of course watching BVS, which that, that is just Snyder going, okay, let's try to ground it as much as possible. But guess what? There's an alien here. There's fantastical people here. And he did such a good with such a good, you know, he did such a, he was so good doing that. Sorry, I was trying to get it out. Good, good, good. Um, that I'm like, you know, it's just the fact that he was able to just bring these extravagant characters together, like the way that he did with Batman, who's, you know, human. It's just, it was kind of fun. But what I realized is like when I was watching Batman and Dark Knight, I'm like, 
man, we actually thought this was dark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got to watch oh, sunglasses I, watching this. <laughs> I did, did. I never shared you that. I didn't share you this meme that someone sent me. It's, it's the Mars panel of Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen. Uh-huh. And it says, it's 1989. I'm seven years old and I'm watching a dark, gritty Batman movie. It's 2008. I'm 27 and I'm watching a dark and gritty Batman movie. It's 2022. I'm 40 and I'm watching a dark, gritty Batman movie. <laughs> I know, man. I mean, it's just kind of funny. I like, you know, watching it again, too, after watching um, all those. And I'm just kind of going like, man, I mean, yeah, I, I would say the Batman is the darkest. I would not say it's the most groundiest because I think no. that, I think now I think uh, the Dark Knight trilogy is way more grounded than this. But I think that's what's so great about, you know, I mean, no matter what, with all the with these three directors, they all did. They all try to, you know, they all were like, all right, there's a groundedness into this character that I'm trying to achieve, but there's fantastical things happening. I think Christopher Nolan really grounded it. Zack Snyder was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try to ground him as much as possible because it's a 20 year Batman. And how would he be, you know, when this is all happening? How would he react? How would all this? And he very much accomplished that with BVS and then getting the evolution into uh, Justice League. And then you have Matt Reeves is like, yeah, this is grounded. But at the same time, now, when people are talking about your clay faces or your Mr. Freezes, I'm like, I can see them in this world now. I wasn't so sure if it could be pulled off because he was like, they were kept talking about grounded, grounded, grounded. Now I'm like, yeah, but in his world, I can actually see him try to pull off something with those fantastical characters, you know, that we've been talking about. Well, you know, if, if you do something like what the animated series did, well, maybe yeah. he doesn't become a giant mud monster, but, you know, the idea of having, <laughs> but the, like, but I could see renew you like yeah. I could see that working in this world. Can you imagine like um, a scene where it's like, all right, he's oh, man. God damn. Now I want to see this. But like it just hit me right now. Can you imagine a scene where he's looking in the mirror and he's like, all right, I got to look. And like it's literally showing him shift his face and you hear the and you hear and you hear Jakino's score like you know with the screeching freaking like uh strings or something and he's oh, just yeah. you know can you imagine like something like that that's that, god damn it yeah that, I can that's like that's like the like serial that. killer movie where they're like slicing their, yeah. their face or something oh, lord Oof. man there you go Matt Reeves we just uh we just helped you sell we just helped you sell uh Clayface in your world anyways but we're uh yeah we're just on such a the Batman high and we're glad that it uh, kicked ass at the box office and uh, we're hoping I mean there's gonna be such a big world when it comes to this which I love and I was telling my buddy that I'm like yeah there's gonna be a Penguin series a GCPD series actually the GCPD well no actually the GCPD series has been turned into the Arkham series okay so it's like kind of probably a combination thing yeah he says that the the word Matt Reeves says it has evolved into the Arkham series. That actually works because, you know, it, it, you have just GCPD, everybody's thinking Gotham, you know, yes. it's like we already kind of had a Gotham. So let's, yeah, ha- let's have more Arkham and spe- especially since it played a big part in this movie um, dealing with the, the certain things uh, with the Arkham. So you guys should say, and uh, I think that's smart that it got, because then you could really, and I'm just like, I am just so ready to see these villains show up in this that they're going to establish. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they play this series. And man, you know, 
do it's it in, something like you know like we talked about dreams and darkness like uh-huh. doing it doing something like that where like you're locked inside with them like yes. oh, oh yes wow, there's so much potential so much potential there so but anyways heart of steel part, part two. two yeah so 2.0 you might say thing <laughs> <laughs> get it get it it's robots and i and stuff like that anyways so previously on batman which I always love that. But yeah, so we left off with obviously um Hardak is uh you know, he's got he's got an agenda. He definitely does. And obviously uh, Rando was uh she found the bat cave, totally talked about like, "Oh yeah, guess what I found out." And then of course everything malfunctioned when Batman went into the bat cave, the bat computer went wonky and then these the robotic arms grabbed him and then that's where we left off. And uh we knew that he was going to get out of it of course and of course we start this episode with him struggling alfred shows up and is like oh my god and i was like i was trying to remember how he gets out of it he just gets out of it like batman you know he slips out of the grips a little bit flips on top of it you know does rips the, the wires out yeah. like rise to come wires out I do, however, I have always appreciated the look when he f- does the backflip onto the robotic arms that the cape is like hanging yeah. down in front of him. You I know, noticed like- that too. I was like, I was like, oh, that's cool. That little detail, like that the cape just didn't like go right back behind him, but that the you know the force of it put it like in front of him. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a cool little animation detail that they put on there. Good for them. Good for yeah, them. something interesting. There, there is commentary for this episode if you have the home mm. video release, and it's got Bruce Tim, Eric Radomski, but this time also have Kevin Altieri, who was the director for this episode and was a director of lots of these episodes. And and they mentioned how they thought that you know we commented last week about how this was Sunrise uh, Studios, and con- confirmation that this is our first two part that had the same animation studio on both parts. They didn't mm-hmm. change animation studios you know, to get both parts out. And Bruce Tim himself thought that this was uh, Sunrise's uh, strongest work on the series was this episode. I mean, animations, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not the it's top spectrum. Tier. Yeah, but it's still pretty good. I mean, I think there was one time when you see Barbara where I saw the dusty, you know, the, the what, what do you call it? The particles? Yeah, uh, the uh, s- cell dirt. Yeah, the cell dirt. I saw there was like a little bit of like, ah, that didn't translate. But for most part, it wasn't like the last episode where we both had a good laugh of, holy shit. This is dirty. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. And when they were trying to convert this, they, they, they had some problems. I can only imagine what it was like in those edit bays where they were just like, ah, you know, frustrating. Like, we can't get them out. And then somebody just it was like, whatever. <laughs> just, you know what? That's the way it's going to be. We can't do anything. And, you know, I, I can only imagine the frustrations when it came to that. But so, yeah, we're back here. And then, yeah, he slips out of there. And I love I love, of course, Alfred's line. I do wish your toys would play wouldn't play so roughly with you, sir. It's like, Which is funny because he did say, I wish you wouldn't play so rough with your toys in the last yes. episode. Yes. Callback. It was a nice little callback. So, you know, it was it was pretty cool. And then. And then, of course, uh, Batman goes to the bat computer to try to be like, all right, so where is what, what is happening? Let me try to link this back. And, it, and as it, it was almost going to do that, we get that 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 like kind of like cut to Hardak. And he's just like, I see what you're doing there, Brucey. And then he just cuts it off. Easter egg. Oh, is look it? at it really closely. It, it's not intentional, except for some animators. I'd have a little bit of fun. If you look in the blinking light of Hardak's. Uh-huh. There's a smiley face. 
No shit. Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, wow. Damn. Put a little, <laughs> put a little smiley face in the oh, light. I did not catch that. That is awesome. I'll have to like go back and watch that and see and spot that. That is amazing. Ah, uh, somebody was having fun with that. I love it when the animators have fun with that. Yeah, I know. So I decided to be a little um, sassy. It's a little nasty, but uh, and then of course there's like a you know little little these little detailed moments. Um, Alfred definitely is you know he he's embarrassed. He he hates the fact that he let this happen. Um, it's just he a little know nutty. what happened. Is the yeah, he doesn't thing. know what happened, but he just feels like embarrassed a little bit. And I love the fact that Batman is just like, hey, you know, don't worry about it, Alfred. You're fine. You know, you're okay. It's okay. Now we're going to search the house. And I love like the last line he says before he gets back in the elevator. I mean, she's only human, right? It's like, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's an interesting line because I'm curious hmm. watching part one. Do we, would we, would 10 year old us, let me, let me, no, not adult us, but would 10 year old us even know for certain that she is a robot. Like, is there anything in part one to no? even with him communicating with her, you know, I guess you might think that that makes her a robot, but I was just kind of curious that. I think, mean? no, I think uh, you're right. If we're watching this as, as 10 year olds, 10 year olds, us, I don't think we knew that because she does have a personality, you know, she has a little bit of a personality. She's very, you know, I mean, obviously when, Bruce was flirting with her. She was responding. It wasn't, I'm fine. I'm fine. It wasn't that. It wasn't like cold and, and, and everything like that. So I think like, no, I think they did actually, if, if I'm, if I was watching this fresh, I would kind of go like, well, maybe she, but, but then there's indications like when he goes, your hands are cold. And then she says, you know, and then she goes, well, I was over here. I was, I was in the this. cold room. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, there's little indications, but I think, yeah, I think you're right that, 10 year old us would not have picked up on it. And I'm trying to remember if I did pick up on it then maybe I didn't, I don't know, but I think you're right. Like we would I, I was just, it was, it was a thought that I had. Oh, by the way, I also um, discovered by listening to the commentary uh -huh. who Randa was modeled after who Marilyn Monroe. I figured with a mole, she has like a mole, a distinctive mole and the hair. Yeah. I, that does scream Marilyn Monroe, which, you know, it makes sense because you know, everybody that, you know, she comes across, all the guys are just like, you know, well, eyeballing her. Oh, I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, it's just the way it is. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and then Gordon. Uh, so then we get to Gordon at his office and he, of course, is robot Gordon. And when Barbara comes in and she's just like, what the hell? You know, she he flat out goes, leave me alone. And she's just like, what the who is this man? It's not my dad. And then of yeah. course Bullock goes in and and he tells him you got to go to Cybertron and he doesn't want to really do that of course cuz no. Bullock I already interviewed Ross they weren't involved yeah. <laughs> you know which that totally gave me like invasion of the body snatcher vibes it's yeah. like we're you know we've got to send but that's just so interesting is that because you, someone has to either come and get someone or you have to send them there. And I'm always, and that was one thing that made me question this episode is you notice how some of the robots, they're already able to make the models and the mm -hmm. models go and capture the real versions yeah. of themselves. That's but yet you've got someone like Bullock where they, 
send him to Cybertron. I, I guess it's because they have Gordon. They can they can send him to Cybertron and don't have to worry about sending Bullock out to go collect himself. Like I I was just I was trying to find some consistency there. Maybe, maybe it's because uh you know Hardak was having a, a much dip, much more difficult time making a Bullock because you know all the all the donuts and all the heftiness. You got to put a little extra goo on the on the on the on the skeleton on the you know eating maybe that's why it was like oh god this guy you know this guy doesn't take care of himself let's face it everybody else that i've copied it they take care of themselves so it's a lot easier to just uh graft some muscle on there as opposed to goo maybe that's what it is i don't know that's just me spitballing when it comes to that <laughs> but then we get carl we cut to carl um uh well first off uh Gordon, of course, calls Bruce Wayne to like meet him and, you know, do all that to try to get, okay, we got to get Bruce Wayne. But then we cut to Carl, who essentially is like now waking up to the whole thing that Hardak has like, okay, you are doing something I was not wanting you to do. And this is where it gets to that every sci-fi movie that has dealing with AI and they talk about how humans are imperfect and we suck and all that stuff. Skynet, you know, it gets into these levels. And then of course, uh, Carl tries to be like, all right, your AI is uh, a little too much for me right here because yeah, I'm, I, I'm going to have to adjust that because you were just, you're, you're learning way too much. And well, let's face it. That didn't go over well for Carl. Oh my God. The, 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 the fact that the, the, the yeah. lightning stops yeah. because I, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you uh, talk about, I mean, this, this hard act is already looking creepy. I mean, we already compared him to Hal, you know, with the, the way that he looks with the, his red eye and everything, but the fact of the matter, and then, you know, you got the, the Tesla little, and then all of a sudden it just turned it, the electricity goes out and it turns into like almost like like literal fire. And I mean, like, he looks like he's being burned alive. Yeah. When <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, holy shit, is Carl dead? Did he just fry Carl? Because it does really look like like that. But let's just face it. When it comes to these, the technology they use to capture these human beings, it's always a lot more. They, they really upped it where you almost go, you question as an adult, maybe not as a kid, because you watch cartoons, you see Daffy Duck get, you know, hit in the head by you know a boulder or something like that. You're just used to it. But man, watching it as an adult, you kind of go, that's that guy's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. But this does become one of our very clear indications that Rand is a robot because she just like boop, just yeah. picks him up. Just picked him up. And then um, and then of course we get Mayor Hill, and he gets a visit by uh by his robot. Robo Hill. Yeah, his duplicate. yeah, his uh replicant, not duplicate, replicant, I should say. Um, just to you know, throw it back to the whole blade, blade runner. runner. Thing yes, that we yes. talked about last week, you know, that whole correlation and everything. But uh yeah, so he but again, and then that guy has like the zapper thing, and it's just like you know, it's so extreme. It's so freaking extreme, man. But hey, you know, it is still a kid show. <laughs> is it though? I know. Sometimes, though? Uh, sometimes I wonder, man. Um, and then um the bat signal is of course uh illuminated man. So much bat signal stuff, you know, especially when it came to the Batman. Man, so the bat the bat signal played such a character. Just going back to the Batman, sorry, and talking about bat. How much of a character was that fucking signal? It was such a character in the movie. But more so than everywhere else. 
but I also like it how you know this one's got the old timey one. You know, it's just kind of yeah. going. Doo-doo. Yeah, it's. I feel like I'm at like you know at, at a. Um, some kind of show yeah (laughs) you know anytime sometimes you're just looking out in the night sky and you see like you know the strobe light going uh back and forth you're like you know because some event is happening in like the city or something yeah i know but i do like that and then of course it's barbara who actually uh you know what i like about this episode because obviously or well this the entire thing maybe not so much the first part but the second part really foreshadows (laughs) Yeah, we know that we know that Barbara is definitely going to become Batgirl. I mean, obviously, I mean, if you're not too keen on Batman and you didn't really know this kind of like who Barbara ends up becoming. But they did a really great job of foreshadowing the fact that, oh, yeah, sometime later, she is definitely going to become Batgirl. And you know what? As a 10 year old, even though I had seen the 66 series, Uh I'm not sure if I like connected the dots yeah for that so i feel like i'm getting introduced to barbara gordon and i don't think as a 10 year old i'm going oh yeah because she's batgirl yeah it's true i'm probably feeling the same way. i mean like i i just remember when when i'd watch batman 66 and i mean i think like you know you know as a as a, as a young one you kind of go like oh you know there's a female in a in a costume who you know and there's like, Craig, let's be yeah honest. and she would uh, when you, if you look at pictures of her, you know, she was a very good looking woman. And I, you know, I think we all kind of when the opening comes, because obviously that's another opening. That's another intro that you do not skip. Just like, no, you don't. Skip that no. You all, you want to hear din and you want to see all that. But then it was like, oh, oh, oh. And there was like that moment. Where Motorcycle. She, yes. she goes oh, through and like, a back girl episode. Yes. You know, we're going to get back girl. And I, and I love the fact that they did that. To just let you know that Batgirl was going to be present in this episode. It's just her just zoom, just right across. And it was great. But uh, no, but they did a great job of like, okay, because we really see Barbara's detective skills in this. And she's just basically telling Batman that that man down there is not my father. He is cold. He is just hardly responsive. I don't know what the hell is going on when it comes to Gordon or when it comes to her dad. And then we get, Bullock. <laughs> we finally get the uh dupe uh the replicant Bullock. And it was man, ass. I mean Bullock more of an ass. ass. <laughs> I know. It's like it's like Hardak, you know, really uh you know, really tapped into uh Bullock's personality to right down to the toothpick and then he just flicks it like on, right, right onto Batman. And then of course you you immediately know that he is not who he is because when he starts when they start doing it he grabs Batman you hear that little you hear that little oh you heard some like bones pop in Batman. <laughs> well, I love before that when Batman goes it's suddenly less pleasant up here. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a nice little, you know, reminder that the relationship between Bullock and Batman is just and he's just like yeah you're here now. I don't want to be here because I don't like you. I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And, and of course then the fight and it, and the way that fight ends. Mm. I mean, dude. All right. So again, more indication of, um, you know, I even said foreshadowing Batgirl with the grappling grapple gun, because you know, when they're fighting, they're like higher up. And then she basically uses the grapple gun because he dropped because Batman drops it after Bullock grabs him. And she kind of like helps like, you know, 
just like I think she like grabbed his leg or something like that. And yeah, yeah she grabs like his because yeah. he, he, he's like holding up. Yeah, and it, it swirls around his like right ankle. Yeah, and she's able and to like, she, like jerk it down. It. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, it's just total indication that that that's gonna be the case. But yeah, but it's like for a moment, <laughs> and even her, she's like. Did I just kill Bullock? Because he gets yanked into the bat signal and, you know, it's just electric. You even see, like, the hand. It's like, yes. <laughs> Go limp. Yeah. And it's oh, like, yeah. oh, my God. But then, you know, you know, he just breaks out of the flesh shell, I guess. Maybe the flesh all hardened and then he just, the robot just comes, you know, shooting out of it. But for a moment there, she's got, she's like, oh, my God. I just killed Harvey Bullock. And, it's well, like, and yeah. Batman pushed him too. Yes. Yeah. There was like a little joint thing, but I, you know, but I'm certain, you know, maybe Batman was going, all right. This is no, this no, is no. not, this is not uh Bullock. There's something weird going on here. I've already, I've already had my uh, showdown with some like robotic stuff. So yeah, there's definitely um, something weird happening here. And then of course, yeah, and then he says, like, there's a, you know, this is robots and, like, an AI he's never seen before. And then, well, he uses, like, one of his Batman ninja stars to cut the head off, which was kind of funny because, like, yeah, it was kind of, like, like as he's, like, coming out, it's like, oh, shit. It's like, but the, the, the I just love how the neck, like, extended just because, just like, Batman, you know, it was almost, like, convenient for Batman to be like, oh, well, I got it. <laughs> you know, just throw that, cut the head off, we're good, <laughs> you know? And then, and then, of course, I love listening to the creators talk about this episode because they okay. were like, dude, we got away with murder because all you had to say to standards and practices was they're robots. There it is. So we actually could, <laughs> so we could actually uh, justify Batman oh. decapitating somebody. <laughs> oh, and electrocuting them before that because oh, oh man, no, it's a robot. It's okay. It's a robot, you know, it's totally perfectly fine. Man, I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah. Uh, no, you talk to any of those people, those people back from like the 90s doing animation. I mean, they loved robots. I mean, it's I'm actually sure. well, okay. I'm gonna take this way back. That's even why in the OG Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon, it's why the Foot Clan were all robots. Oh, because wow. they could beat the crap out of them and standards and practices wouldn't say boo because they're robots. Oh, wow. Didn't, wow. See, you learn so many things here on the Batman the Fanimated Stream. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't even think about that because... There's only so much you could do when it comes, you know, but that's what I love about animation now. It's like, you can have that adult animation. I mean, we all saw, did we all saw Invincible? I mean, oh, my God. Oh God. And, and I'm just, I'm only imagining what's going to happen in, uh, in the boys diabolical animated, you know, Oh, it's already dropped. I need to go. It dropped. It was oh, Friday. It was oh, Friday. Fuck, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Like so freaking buzzed on Batman. I totally didn't even know that. I'm going to have to watch that this week. Shit. Well, definitely gonna check that out. But yeah, it's just that's what I love. Like nowadays, like now we can have like that all that stuff. And I'm still curious of how much they're gonna push it when it comes to uh, the new animated series that Bruce Tim and, and company are doing. So, and then of course Batman has like and I love I love this dynamic because you know you literally have like Barbara's like what the hell and she's like 
grabbing onto his cape. <laughs> I love that. Like, Please let go of my let cape. Of my cape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a, that line delivered from Kevin Conroy. Please let <laughs> Please go of my cape. cape. Yeah. I wrote that down too. I'm like, I, I laughed too because it was just, it's so subtle, but it's like, she like, you know, it's her dad. She's like, what mm-hmm. the hell is going on here? I need your help. Um, but of course, you know, Batman being Batman, he's just he's not going to he's not going to reveal what he is like his plans are and everything like that. But he of course, he's going to be on it. And of course, he's concerned about Gordon and everybody else. But he's got to like go and do his thing. So and then, of course, when he's Bruce Wayne again and then he's like Mayor Hill's like, oh, we're going to invite you to this exclusive Gotham Club kind of thing. And, you know, Bruce is just kind of playing into it kind of thing. And he's like, I thought I was already a part of uh the Gotham City Club or whatever the hell or into the club or whatever. No, no it, it, he said oh. I thought I was already a member of every exclusive club. Every, in Gotham. there it was. Yeah, and then of course uh, Robo Hill is like, this is a new club, but soon everyone will be members. See, dun, I mean, dun, dun, uh, dun. I know it's like so. Basically, Hard Act just wants to take over the human race. That's what you know because well, we suck. You know, yeah, you know, we do suck. We are imperfect and all that stuff. You know. That's that's usually out the way it is. Um, but then, of course, we get those crazy red robot eyes, man. Ooh. Oh, then that gave me some more Blade Runner vibes because I'm not I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Ridley Scott always made a point that if you watch Blade Runner, the replicants mm-hmm. pupils would reflect mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. a cat. Yeah, you know, kind of like a cat. I am talking about that. Yeah. Well, that's also because there's a scene spoilers for a movie from 1982, but there's. <laughs> But there's also a scene in Deckard's apartment when he's standing behind Rachel and mm-hmm. his eyes reflect. And that mm-hmm. was Ridley Scott's like one. No, Deckard's he's a rep- Yeah, he's yeah, a I know. replicant. The whole question about that. It's like, I know. And, and, and I remember when Blade Runner uh, 2049 came out and they were still questioning. People were still questioning that. I'm like, did you not listen? <laughs> when like how he explained it, it's like. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is. Yeah, he just is. You know, I mean, you know, it's like we already kind of know that, but I remember there was a lot of you know discussion about that. And I'm like, all right, there's been a lot of discussion about different aspects of it, and Ridley Scott has gone over this, people. Just played, but you know, and there's also some Terminator vibes too. Oh god, oh, and there's a terminator vibe. There's a scene later in this in this episode that's like, oh mm-hmm. no, I straight up terminator vibe. Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, you, know, you also get you also get uh Barbara like pat you know, like gearing up. I oh, love yeah. that I love the fact that Woobie's still there. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, he's long for the ride, but yeah. Um you know what's funny too is like I even wrote the, <laughs> the there's a convenient like china cabinet <laughs> that when bruce runs out of the room it's like, yes. it's like it's like china cabinet or like a cabinet something that's just like right there it's like why is that there well he's gonna use it to <laughs> to to help like you know bar the door like where but of course they're gonna break through it because they're all robots and everything like that but i just thought i thought it was funny how like conveniently placed that was oh like God, right very <laughs> well and then he gets to the elevator yeah and he gets to the roof and then that's where we get like creepy robot spider like yes oh my god the whole like turning of the head and they're all like yeah i wrote that too i was like i wrote like spider robots which is just yeah it gets to especially towards like when he's like taking them on in, in at, at cybertron you know and it was yeah. just like yeah that was actually a very specific callback uh kevin altieri was apparently was a big anime fan 
Uh-huh. And apparently that was a callback specifically to an anime called Legend of the Overfiend. Oh, wow. And nice. there were apparently like were these demon, these spider demon like things in that anime, and they moved like that. And so that's how he 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 put that into the way that the, that these robots would, you know, attack. Yeah. So creepy. So creepy. But yeah, we get Barbara who's going to break in and, and she does, you know, the uh, OK, we have a, 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 a I got to enter a passcode right here. How do I do it? Well, let me just take my contact compact and go like that and find the fingerprints. Anytime that that happens when they're like, somebody does something where you find the fingerprints, it's like, well, how do you know which order? Direction? They- yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, that I, every I time, have, every time it's like how no one always does just, yeah. uh, just goes down the key. Yeah. There's no, like, it's usually pretty random. So it's like for once, can we show somebody who does that? Go. Burn. Okay, you know, at least have a couple of attempts <laughs> before it's like, you know, because, you know, you never know what order these numbers these go in. Exactly. But, you know, it's whatever. Again, though, what they're showing us is, hey, Barbara, look at her go. She's actually, uh, you know, she's gearing up to be uh, a little detective herself here, right here. And, you know. And there's more of that, too. And then, of course, when she's walking through the hallways and we have like a trash can, it's like, oh, yeah, in, in Cybertron, is is a trash can just a trash can? No. Yeah. Uh, it's going to grow legs. It's going to have the creepy little one eyeball. That's it's going to look like the Iron Giant when it's all <laughs> yeah. said and done. Yeah, there it is. So I, mean, I haven't watched that movie in so God, I haven't watched that movie in so long. God, what a great fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a is. great movie. God, just one of those classics that like it's just after you're done with it, you're like, you know, you're sad, but you're happy kind of thing. Yes. Anyways, um, so yeah, the trash can. And then of course, um, uh, um, when, when, when it, it she even like makes like a little, like uh, she says a little line and says, I, I have a police commissioner's daughter doesn't learn all her tricks from school because obviously we have Carl who's now the, you know, the replicant Carl who's like approaching her and is like, Oh wow. You're, you know, you're good at doing all this stuff. And she's like, Hey, commissioner's daughter, you know, what can I say? I learned some tricks. I also like it. Like when, when after the uh, trash can robot, like deposits her and he yeah. like turns around, goes back to the door and like becomes a trash can again, right next to the other trash can. <laughs> yeah. But this one, he, but then, but then he opens up his little lid and she's kind of looking like, all right, did I do a good job? I did a good job. Okay. You know, got to make sure that, you know, yeah, but yeah, it is kind of funny. It's like, well, there's another one right there. Do we need to? All right. Yeah. You got to, you know, get back into your self mode. And then, of course, we get the Batman glider again. You know, oh, there's a reason for that, by the way. Oh, what? Kevin Altieri hated the Batwing. Oh, really? He was like, dude, we live in a world with like dual prop airplanes and Batman has a freaking UFO. (laughs) A UFO. I mean, it sounds like a UFO. That's a UFO. It can hover in the middle of the sky. Oh, that's hilarious. A Batman UFO. I love it. And and remember, it's kind of circular. Yeah, if you think about it, I mean, if you were good, anybody like any crazy out there would be like, I saw a UFO. But then some people, it's Batman. He just has a weird fucking plane. (laughs) That's funny. I that's I love that. I love that. So he's like, no, no, glider. We already saw the glider. We already saw the glider on the first part. Just keep it with the glider. And 
<laughs> wow, that's great. I and was then, like, um, wow, that's funny to me. It's like the yep. director was like, fuck no, no, no. <laughs> not happening, not happening. So Batman gets in Cybertron, of course, and then it's a cool little spot because it's like it's a dark room, and then all of a sudden it's like you see like these big, huge robots. You know, you see like their eyes, I guess you could say, and then he just takes Batarang and just throws it at him, throws two Batarangs, boom. But I mean, going back to the glider thing, you know, and we, we've talk, talked about this too. It's like, you know, when it came to um, the, the squirrel suit for, you know, for, for, uh, for uh, the Batman, I mean, that, I mean, I love the fact that I love that you call it a squirrel suit. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> I can just think of Mario, like Super yeah. Mario Brothers 3 or something, whenever you <laughs> Or whatever they flying squirrel. I know they call it different things, whatever the fuck. But I mean, you know, watching it again too, it's just like I just love I appreciate that it was something different. It wasn't like, oh, the cape can, you know, help him do something. It was like I was just like, eh, well, the cape this time can actually do something different. Uh, but I just like the fact that I'm like, man, when is there gonna be a Batman where he literally has a glider? Like, like a real hang glider. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, is it practical? It's not something he could just pull out of his suit. That's no, he can't. Yeah, yeah. Like, because even like we saw in part one, he had yeah. to have like a shed on top of yeah. Wayne Enterprises. Yeah, I know. It's just such a it's such a I, I just love that the concept of Batman getting around by gliding has, you know, been around since 1991, 92, whenever the fuck uh, uh, returns came out when they gave 92. us that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that there's just that whole factor of of him gliding because, you know, he's a bat. Hey, Mama Film Junkie ended up making it. Hey. And then so the Captain Gator Girl. Hi, how's it going, guys? Anyways, um, so so of course he drops in there and then he takes out those robots and in 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 the Batman fashion that he is. Uh and then of course, uh, you know, talking to Hardak, and he's just like, Your mistake was is coming here, and Hardak wants to learn about more about humans. And then of course we get the more creepy spider like spider Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> god damn that's something out of your nightmares man right there you know you know one of the things i was thinking about when when i saw that and it has nothing to do with the fact that obviously it's robots and it's not really the person but you ever notice that <laughs> this is a tangent you ever notice that in like so say in movies where people get possessed right yeah and they turn and they like you know and they turn their neck and stuff like that like exorcist yeah yeah so why so show me, I want to see a movie where when the possession, you know, the demon gets taken out of him and then all of a sudden the human goes, ah, 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 you know, because their bones have been broken. <laughs> you don't, did they just realign? I mean, I don't know. I was just something I was thinking about. You know what? I've never yeah. thought about that. Yeah. Because like once the demon's out of him, it's like, but wait a minute, like their head could turn completely around. Did the demon just repair it? when they like were back to normal, but it's like, I would, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, for some reason, I just had this funny moment of like, can you imagine in a movie where somebody was like, Oh, I need to go to the hospital. I can't move. Oh, 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 you know, or something like that. <laughs> I, you, things that make yeah. you go. Hmm. See, 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 that's, that's what I bring to the table here. folks. And when... actually at this point in the episode, <laughs> there was about 30 pages of storyboard where there was supposed to be Batman fighting the robot Batman fight. Oh shit. That's right. And they didn't have time for it. Yeah. Because so, it's like, yeah, 22 minutes here. Yeah. Right. So they cut it, 
But because the idea was there, that's where the inspiration to do his Silicon Soul yep. came later. Because they like they liked the idea, but they had to cut it from this episode. So wow. they just turned it into another episode. Smart. Smart right there. Love it. Um, but yeah, so then we, of course, get the whole spiel from Hardak talking about how he wants he's keeping the humans alive. So then, of course, we get that creepy scene where, like, you keep them in like this liquid and the, you know, they're like a back to tank, basically. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and I love the fact that he said, like, stop the one called Batman, you know, <laughs> it's like just the way that he talks. I know. know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it also and I remember that the whole point about the idea of the replicants was that Rossum had lost his daughter. I yeah. forgot how, but then everybody said in a vehicular accident. Yeah, just the way that how cold he says everything, you know, and it's, you know, obviously he's an AI intelligence and he's just going to say it as it is. And then, of course, he's taking on Randa. And I love the fact that like Rana was like, all right, I'm going to hold you down right here and turn this little elevator on. I'm going to take your head off. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to decapitate the Batman. Well, and that totally gave me the Terminator vibes because, like, she's got the ripped yeah. up arm, she's got half yeah. the face. It's totally yeah. like, well, like, even when she grabs him, like, like he, like, he goes, oh, like, he, like, gets freaked out, like, holy shit, like, you're not that hot woman that I, you know, was hitting on earlier. You are like a freak of nature because, yeah, total Terminator vibes right there. But then, of course, Batman gets out of it. And then she ends up getting crushed by that elevator. Yeah, another, another very violent death. That's okay yeah. because they're yeah. just robots. They're just robots, folks. And then, man, again, Barbara, and this is the clip I want. It's just like the fact that everybody's getting out. You know, they finally get the people who are in captive out. They're trying to get them out. And then, and then Barbara pretty much saves Batman's ass right here when it comes to uh, when it comes to this. And then, you know, it's just totally setting up the table for. Shadow of the Bat that we're going to eventually get. But yeah, this is the clip I wanted uh, to get to right here. So it, it, it's just, it's the, it's the climax of this episode, essentially. <gasps> Everything's blowing up, which of course, Batman the Animated Series is great with explosions. Yes, they are. And then he's just like, ah, come on, I got you, I got you. That's got to be heavy on her. He's a big dude. I was about to say, he's a big dude. <laughs> Barbara. Where's Barbara? Barbara. And this is like, you know, father concern. Horror heart world, you know? It's so creepy. Blowing up. I mean, that's. I still don't think they're at a safe distance. No. How big that explosion is. <laughs> Just saying. Probably not. But the dramatic effect of, you know, Gordon screaming out for Barbara. And then the music. Aww. Yes. Father daughter. Aw. I had no idea how <laughs> you got big a bullock like fixing I'm his sure shirt. The investigation will prove exactly right. You did well. Okay. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, if that wasn't an indication right there, I sort of enjoyed it. Uh, oh, okay. then you get the little they, they get the little flute going. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it right there. But yeah, they definitely set the table for that for that uh Batgirl uh entrance right there. Yeah, big time foreshadowing, Eric. Yeah. 
So, you know what? I mean, this is a great two-parter. It really is. I mean, All it, the it gets... action's really in this one. So Yeah. Oh, yeah, it totally is. I mean, it's fantastical, obviously, big time fantastical. Like it's um, you know, it's robots, it's it's a, it's an it's a artificial intelligence, but of course that we're gonna see more of later and everything like that. But you know, it's still um when it comes to what me as a kid i mean this was i mean when you're when you're talking about a two-parter obviously we had like origins of two-parters like with clayface and with two-face and all them um but just to have a two uh two-parter with you know uh artificial intelligence and remember this is like what 92 91 92 this is, we're still in 92 92 so i mean terminator is still very fresh and i was oh, yeah. a big Termin terminator fan as a kid so smart to be like hey Let's have a big long story about robots and cyborgs and artificial intelligence right here because I mean that's the in thing right now because Terminator is killing it. it is uh, everybody's talking about Terminator? So that's why I was looking at it. Hey, I just enjoyed a good sci-fi story. I liked robots. I always liked robots. Who doesn't like robots, man? But yeah, so there it is, guys. You have anything else to add to uh, this uh, episode? Not to this one. I think it's, yeah. I mean, it speaks for itself. It's a solid one. I it think does. part two is stronger than part one. I think part so one too. was a lot of setup. So. Yeah. It, it, I think, yeah, it both complements each other because, like I said, it's a setup and then you get all the action in part two. And, and, and the beauty of it being the same animation studio for both parts. True that. True that. So you, so don't the, you don't have the, you don't have the, yeah. You don't have one just being drastically better than the other. Like nope, we've had with know. like Two Face or Clay Face. I mean, Indeed. sorry, feet of clay or two face. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what do we got next week? Oh, dude. Kind of great because it's kind of in the ether. Plus, it's a personal favorite of mine. Uh -huh. It's if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? All right. Oh, man. There we go. Right there. Um, we got the Riddler. We yeah. The introduction um, of the Riddler in the animated <laughs> series. John I know. Glover. I was like this is man, a great interpretation of the character. Damn, if only we didn't take that one weekend off for the Super Bowl, it would have been perfect for this weekend. But, you know, things happen, but we're only like a weekend off. But still, people are going to be talking about the Batman this whole month. So, no, no, no big deal. So the fact that we're going to be talking about the Riddler introduction next week, ah, man, cannot wait for that. Uh, voiced by, of course, we all know who the Riddler's voiced by. Uh, I can't remember his full name. John but course, Glover. Glover, there he goes. I knew it was Glover, but I couldn't remember his first name. Yes, who, who, who is who is quite the DC pedigree because yes, he, he was Doctor Jason Woodrew in Batman and Robin. Uh -huh. He played Lionel Luther on Smallville, uh -huh. and he was also Savannah's son of a bitch dad in <laughs> Shazam. Yeah, he's been all around the DC universe right here. So, gotta love it. So there you go, guys. Watch that, and we'll uh, talk about it, of course. Next week at the same bat time and the same bat channel. What bat time is that, Dave? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seven o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. So sorry if uh, if anybody you know was catching this late. Oh, I thought it was eight. I'm you know I apologize. I don't know. I don't know. I've been off on my yeah you know, my times and setting some some of this stuff up, but I'll make sure to uh, double check and make sure it's at the right time. So go ahead and uh, send us off here, Scott.
Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. Our latest episode, of course, is our review of Matt Reeves' The Batman. We're on Vero Facebook YouTube with the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. And let's be honest, every show on that network will probably be doing their own review of The Batman. Of course. I mean, it's just... You have to. You have to. <laughs> yeah. And there you go, guys. All right. So make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe. Become a member if you want to. You got the Patreon down there. Trying to get more stuff on there. And I love the outtakes. The outtakes yeah. are hilarious. That's what I started doing. I'm like, you know what? When I record this audio, it's I'm not flawless. I'm I'm a human. Hard act. I'm imperfect. So I mess up. And I thought, well, you know, if I, you know, if I have some funny uh, outtakes, I'm going to put them on the Patreon. So exclusive for those guys. And then, of course, we had the Patreon stream last night, which uh, is always fun to talk to, uh, you know, people supporting the channel, the community. It's always great fun. And it was a nice com It was a great conversation talking, of course, about the Batman last night. So do all that. And then, of course, you know, Film Junkie Live. We'll see you guys tomorrow at... Uh, at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we'll be talking about the box office of the Batman, all that stuff. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. I, I hope at least, um, you know, talking about the introduction of the Riddler. All right, guys. Talk to you later. <laughs>